Friday, October 13th, 2023. Season 2, episode 25 of What's Eating Kale. Scary day today. Scary. Did you ever get up in the morning and feel like you're already in trouble? <laughs> You've done something. You you haven't even had time to do anything wrong yet. You kind of feel like your significant other doesn't like you very much today. Uh, I guess I'll have to deal with that in a little bit. But um, a lot going on today. We have uh, Brad and I are going to talk about the diet, the big bad diet. And uh, he'll straighten me out on a few things because I've had questions. People I talk to have questions and uh, they get answered today. Um, Also, today is Friday the 13th. Um, I got some entertainment news, uh, and a few, I do have this really cool recording. I'm going to, I'm going to play at the end, uh, of today's episode. Uh, it's, it, I found this a couple of years ago and I believe it to be like as legit as it's going to get. If you believe in ghosts or don't believe in ghosts, this, this was a thing that I came across that seemed to be pretty underground and not nobody looking for publicity or anything like that. And it sounded like a legit, um, kind of a ghost encounter uh just because it's friday the 13th and it's kind of cool uh and, and you can just let me know that you think it's bs or what but um i think it's kind of cool uh anyway it's um I, you know do i should i go nah should i go here let's do this it's friday the 13th Ooh. i don't I don't get the whole Friday the 13th thing. I mean, I get the movie. The movie was cool back when I was a kid. Uh, I don't get the well, what's so weird about it. And I don't get what's so scary about it. I mean, it's just a day. It's the 13th. It happens between once and three times per year. And um, there's actually a phobia. This is kind of where I think this whole thing gets kind of crazy. If you're scared of Friday the 13th, there is a phobia. And I can't pronounce <laughs> The phobia, the, the term is so long. Um, and so I was, you know how you can go online, you can hear someone saying the word and then they'll give you the phonetic way of saying it, what have you. Um, so I was doing that. <laughs> I came across this guy <laughs> actually teaching people how to say the word. And I, this guy's fucking fantastic. Here's how you say the phobia for Friday the 13th. We are looking at how to pronounce this long word in English designating the fear or phobia of Friday the 13th. How do you go about pronouncing it? Frigatriskaidekaphobia. Pretty straightforward, right? Frigatriskaidekaphobia. Did you get it? Isn't that guy awesome? He's so awesome. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you have that frigate trigger for opia, uh, then, um, it, it, this might be a tough day for you. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, there are a bunch of celebrities that were born on Friday the 13th, not necessarily October 13th, and it was a Friday, but Friday the 13th. Um, Alfred Hitchcock, fittingly, right? Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, fitting. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but they, uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, were born on a Friday the 13th. Julia, Julia Louis Dreyfus from Seinfeld. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> that guy looks like he was born on a day like Friday the 13th. Uh, Bruce Springsteen's drummer, uh, Max Weinberg. Peter Tork from The Monkees. 
Uh, Tupac Shakur died on Friday, September 13th, 1996. Now that's kind of going weird right now with the, they find it, finally arrested somebody. Uh, Taylor Swift, since she's ruling the world, um, might as well say uh, she thinks 13 is her lucky number. Um, Friday the 13th, she was born. Um, she was born on the 13th. I don't know what that, it turned out 13th. No. She was 13 on Friday the 13th. Her first album went gold in 13 weeks, and her first number one song had a 13-second intro. I, it's bullshit. Just, I'm sorry. It's just a day. And, I, and 13 is just a number. Now, maybe today is going to go in such a way I'm going to be like, you know what, maybe there's something to this. But I don't think it's going to. I think it's going to go the way it's supposed to go, and I think it's going to go the way it was if it was the 12th or the 14th. So that's what I think. Bah humbug. Time for some entertainment news. Uh, and there's only two headlines that I have. Two headlines. That's it. I, You know, it's... I'm trying to be political free, politics free. Um, and I hope people appreciate that. Um, so it's really disappointing when you look through entertainment news, health news, technology news, you come up with two headlines. Uh, Rudolf Isley of the Isley brother, founding member of the Isley brothers, uh, died at the age of 84 yesterday. Um, great band. Uh, I always love a story when, you know, they're in the, Forefront of a music genre that changed everything. Um, sad day. Uh, I hope his life was great all the way through. Uh, the next, uh, I got to be careful because I got a lot of buttons to push today. Uh, Taylor Swift, uh, in, in Taylor Swift news, let's just call it this. Taylor Swift is just taking over the world. She's dominating the NFL. She is more important. They, they were doing an interview with LeBron James. He was going to be on this program, whatever, whatever, whatever. And they're like, how do you feel about not being the most famous person anymore from wherever you are? Because Travis Kelsey is. Because he's dating Taylor Swift. Uh, she's changed the NFL dramatically. She, Her era's tour selling out everywhere. And now she's got a movie that in one day has already grossed a hundred million dollars. And I mean, you see the coat she was wearing last night, it doesn't even fit. What's up with that? You get a coat that fits? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't get it, man. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I think she's talented. I like, but man, she can command. She could take over. She should run for president. She's probably better than any of the other choices we'll have. She's, and you know what? I don't believe Taylor Swift would be like, here's what I think we should do in foreign policy. I think Taylor Swift would probably be smart enough to be like, well, let's get some of the smartest people in the world over here and figure out what we should do. I think she's probably smart enough for that. So not a whole lot going on today. Sad to say. Um, so we're going to move on to, and I hope I get this right. I uh, had to change my my board around because I got so much going on in the next couple of days with this. Um, so uh, talking about the diet, um, I've, I'm down 11 pounds today uh, from when we started one month ago. 
and um, not really doing anything. Like I'm not working out any more than I was. I've committed to working out and strength training pretty hardcore a couple days a week. Having a hard time connecting with Brad and my basement gym is just, we, I thought I was going to get it done a couple weeks ago. It's not done. It'll be done this weekend. <clears throat> I even made Lisa promise that she would help me clean things up down there last weekend and neither one of us did it. So um, that's on me, but we're, we're doing that uh, tomorrow. And, uh, and then I should be working out with Brad here within the month. So, um, so then I think it'll, you know, make things go even faster. We haven't done anything. We're eating it all the time. And I got to be honest with you. This is the first time in my life that I'm looking in the refrigerator when it's time to eat something. And I'm like, oh, you know what I'm going to have? But you know what I also could have? And I, I feel like I have more choices than I've ever had before. Um, eating all the time is both a pleasure and a curse. There are times when you're like, ah, shit, I got to eat again. But there are times when you're like, dude, I get to eat again. It's so awesome. Uh, just balance things out. Now, uh, as things go on, uh, we, I've had some questions and when I talk to people about it, they have questions and they're almost all similar. There's a couple different things that people want to know. So I wanted to talk to Brad about it because Brad was the first one who introduced this to me years ago. Years ago, it seemed, uh, really do I have to weigh things and do I have to you do for a while because you have to figure out what all this stuff looks like and how it comes together and how you balance it. You do for a couple of weeks. Tough shit. Buck up, little pony. I don't even know what that means. Um, but you do. You, there is a learning curve and there is some prep curve that you have to go through. Once you're through that, it's cake. It's uh, we don't. I don't feel like we're put out ever anymore. First couple of weeks is a bit of a. First week was a scramble. You're like, oh, oh my God, what am I going to do? Oh, and, and you, you got to learn to plan. And then once you have a bunch of meals that you know that you're going to go to, you kind of have them all the time. They're so good anyway. I had a full freaking turkey meal at three o'clock in the afternoon yesterday. Four ounces, which is a serious amount of turkey. Four ounces. I uh, made a baked potato and I kind of mashed up the potato and uh, put some gravy on it. And uh, had some beans, and that was my meal, man. It's freaking awesome. But the biggest questions are these. So I've been asked by people, what do you do with your workout um, calories, the calories that you burn through activity? And that is a thing. It is 100% a thing. I track mine. Uh, Lisa tracks hers. Lisa will add hers in at the end of the day. And I kind of feel like... You know, if you work out at six o'clock in the morning, I don't know that you still have, let's say you burn 200 calories in your, in your workout. I don't know that you still have 200 calories to burn at six o'clock at night, you know, to use in a meal. I think that that, you know, like your body's burning then harder than it is later. Um, so, uh, I talked to Brad about that, that that's my theory, by the way, Brad will, uh, clear that up in, in our conversation that you'll hear in a minute. Uh, and the other one is, um, do you change the mix? You're always balancing so that you're always going to have proteins, fats, and carbs in every meal. Um, but do you change the mix, higher proteins, fewer carbs, more fats for whatever it is you're trying to do? If you want to lose fat, do you just make sure you have hardly any fat? The answer is to an extent, but you always have to make sure you have fat because it's important, uh, as Brad will explain. 
if you want to build muscle, do you just jack up the protein and then bring back the carbohydrates? And the so those are the questions that have been asked. Uh, I have also read research, by the way, on the second topic, that just as long as you balance, you're going to be okay, regardless of what it is you're trying to do. Um, but I that's how I start this whole conversation with Brad. I start out by asking him if one should shift proteins uh, to higher proteins if you're trying to build muscle or what have you. Uh, and that's my very first question to Brad. Here's that conversation. Absolutely. I mean, your muscles are made of proteins, yep. correct? Yep. So, um, protein is your, is, is your main building block. Carbohydrates is your, your body uses as an energy source. So, you know, some people will go to, you know, this extreme where they say, you know, you can't have any carbs. You got to do this. You got to do that. And there again, a lot of that's based on activity level, but you also have to understand too, that as your activity level increases, that glycogen system is the main energy source that your body pulls from. When that's depleted, that's when your body starts to basically cannibalize itself and starts breaking down protein, which is muscle. Got it. So like you think about it in your situation, nervous system, neurological brain functions on fat. So good fat sources are good for you. So we know when you push, when you push, like say red meat, there's nothing wrong with eating red meat. You have to monitor the dietary fat in it. So that fat is harder to process and not as good for your body versus say eating an avocado or making things with olive oil or using, you know, things like that where you're getting a better fat source that can help. Nuts and things like that are all all yes. on that list, yeah. Almonds uh, and walnuts and yes. Honestly, just eating the smaller meals, we're, we're just losing weight. We're not doing, we're not extremely doing anything other than that. We do some exercising. I do some cardio. Lisa does some cardio. Well, Go ahead. You're letting, your, you're letting your body become efficient. And so what happens is that when you eat, say, every two, three hours, smaller meals, and you eat them throughout the day, your body gets accustomed to that. So it will utilize what it needs and what it doesn't need. It gets rid of it. Yeah. When you hold back on meals, like say you eat breakfast. So breakfast is by far the most important meal you can have during the day. It sets you up for your entire day. So when you wake up in the morning, you're depleted of things. You have to replenish them. So as you go through the day and let's say you eat breakfast and you don't eat again until at night or sometimes maybe you don't eat or you just kind of nibble on stuff and you, you just kind of have a, a shitty eating habit. Well, what ends up happening is, is your body will start to store and hang on to things because it doesn't know when it's going to get it again. Got it. So when you deprive it, it's going to hold on to it because it doesn't know when it's coming again. It still has to function. When you're giving it all the time, that's when your body just it knows it's there, uses what it needs, and then it gets rid of it. So it's one of the easiest things to do to lose weight. So it reinforces the fact whether I want to gain weight, lose weight, I have to eat. Yeah. Yeah. And so the question that I have and everybody I talk to about this that is interested in it is if you throw exercise, uh, cardiovascular or strength into the equation, like an hour a day, let's say, you can then technically eat more, but when? Before uh, I do that exercise, right after that exercise, or if I burn a couple hundred calories during during a workout, do I just have a couple hundred more calories during the day to work with? Well, I mean, 
Yeah, so when you're done working out within an hour or so after you're done working out, that first meal, you can use that to help replenish what you burnt. Got it. Okay. Now, through the course of the day, as long as your intake is equivalent or is in balance with, with what's going out, it honestly, to me, it doesn't make any difference when you eat. Some people say, well, you shouldn't eat after 8 o'clock at night or you shouldn't eat after 9 o'clock at night. Well, if you're working out in the morning and you're, you know, throughout the day and your your nutrition's in check and it's balanced, it doesn't make any difference if you eat something at 10 o'clock at night or if you eat at 8 o'clock or you're done at 6 o'clock. Yeah, there's a couple of, like, mind-blowing things to me. A, that didn't matter. In fact, they're like, eat right before you go to bed. It's fine. It'll burn. You'll keep burning. You'll, it'll just, your body will do what it needs to do. And then the other, the other thing was trying to get your head out of the space where you think you need to give up something, right? Like, oh, you shouldn't have carbs or you shouldn't have this. And remembering that not only can I, I can start with that. And then I just got to balance it out, right? right? Like I can have, like, if I'm really hungry for a thing, I can do that, but I got to make sure I get, you know, whatever else. uh, I've always said morning through early afternoon. Yeah. Balance it. Okay, so balance it between your carbs and your fat and carbs and your protein. The later in the day you go, your activity starts to slow down, push more protein. Got it. Got it. And fats all the time, especially healthy fats. Um, I, I that's always one of those things where when we have something, we may have this wonderful turkey chili you should try sometime. Um, but it it has no it, it's got hardly any fat in it at all. And so if you want to bring a little fat into it, you're like, okay, what can I do? <laughs> It's not a super ton of calories, but I need some, some, some fat. Yep. So like in your chili, um, do you put beans and stuff yep. in it? Yep. Lots of beans. Yeah. That, that, it's like 35 grams of protein. It's crazy. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, legumes are a great protein source. And, um, you know, to add fat to it, it's, you don't have to add fat to the chili. It can be something on right. the side. Right, right, right. But it's always weird. Like I don't have a whole lot of calories to work with. You know, how can I get a little bit of that has some fat in it to kind of balance that out a little bit better? Uh, what happens if I don't have hardly any fat at all during the day? Is that, a, I mean, that's got to be a problem, right? I mean, it's going to. It's the longer you continue to work out and you start to push the envelope, it, you can run into some deficiencies with that. Yes. Okay. All right. Balance, balance, balance. Um, you've answered all the great questions. You can read all these books and at the end of the book, they always tell you the same thing. Eat like your grandmother used to feed you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It, it is so weird. Like to tell people this is the way you, you know, we're eating and then you think about it. And it's like, this is the way you're supposed to eat. And we've gotten just, we pegged the needle so far one way or the other that it doesn't, this feels wrong. Right? Yes. Like every once in a while you're like, oh fuck, I got to eat again. <laughs> Right. And it's, it's whole food supplementation, right? It's whole food. And it's where, where are you getting the food from? Where you run into problems is, okay, so you go to the store and you start getting a bunch of stuff and it's got preservatives in it and it's super high in salt or it's super high in sugar or it's super high in this, super high in that. Um, That's why we've always had a garden and we grow all our own vegetables and we can them and we use them and, it's just, it's the fact that you're eating and balancing it, but looking at where the source of that is coming from. Yeah. There are a couple of things that we do because they're fast that aren't probably the most awesome, uh, whole food, but everything else is right. Like, so if you're going to have, 
So those things that you do that are probably the greatest, do you ever lose sleep over them? No. Then please don't. Yeah. Because it's it, not, it's not super often, but yeah, it's sort of like, yeah. I got to fucking eat and I, and this is fast and I'm going to get it done. It's life. It's yeah. fine. I mean, it's just like, you know, when I was in college athletics, you know, like the coaches used to always get mad at me because I would talk to the kids about how to eat at a fast food restaurant. And they're like, well, you're promoting bad eating. No, I'm not. They're college kids. You think they're going to walk by Wendy's? It's got 99 cent double stackers and they're not going <laughs> to go them down. Uh, we went out for my birthday and her dad's birthday and I'm, I'm like, I'm just going to eat. <laughs> and then yeah. it was just one meal and just, and then right back to what it was before. It's fine. It's fine. Still uh, losing weight. The problem, the problem is, is that when you restrict so much all the time and then you go to that and you're like, fuck it, I got to eat. Yep. You go out and eat a meal and then you end up shitting through a screen for the next two days because <laughs> your body's like, Whoa, what the hell is this? I, I, I haven't had this in who knows how long. <laughs> that makes me laugh every time I hear it. All right. So that's it with Brad. If you have more questions for Brad or me uh, regarding the diet, let me know. And uh, we'll try to get them answered for you. All right. I got one last thing. This is a really long program today. And I have one last thing for you. Um, since it is Friday the 13th, I thought this was kind of fun. Um, a couple of years ago, I came across this really cool thing where uh, somebody, and they weren't looking for it, it was just kind of an underground thing that I found that I just thought was cool. And somebody th- believes that they've actually recorded a ghost. And uh, you got to listen really carefully to hear it. Uh, just, it's, it's not very long, it's 10 seconds or so. Um, and, um, and just tell me what you think, because I, I, I believe that this is a for real thing so take a listen to this and tell me what you think is this a real ghost or is this really not listen careful (laughs) got you didn't i i totally got you on that one Happy Friday the 13th. We got Carol Sumbry, Ben Hotz. More with Brad next week. Until then, make it a good one. <laughs>